Kaizen, The Tragic Reunion, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 9, What Happened to Freya. 2324, United States of India. Freya finished distributing Renu's credit as per her wishes and then wandered around the city, trying to figure what she wanted to do next. Thanks to her brother, a job wasn't necessary. She was too free to do whatever she wanted to. Perhaps she would continue her quest for her mother. Freya had no clues about her mother except her name and the fact that she was a great visionary and scientist. She had no information about which century she lived in. Her father had left with her no information. Before she left the USI, Freya decided to talk, take one last walk down to the farm, bid adieu to everyone working there. As she walked past Reno's burning home, Freya noticed that no one had called her in the rescue service or gone inside the home to see if there was anyone stuck in the fire. They had let the home burn intentionally. Suddenly weary, she increased her pace, checking her horse holster for her gun just in case. Freya kept watching her surrounding. It was weird how quiet everything was and it made the hair on her neck prickle. Something wasn't right. She felt like she was being watched, but she couldn't figure out what was wrong. By the time she reached the farm, every sound was freaking her out and she had unholstered her gun and was holding it up as though she knew she was walking into a trap. She was sweating profusely and her breath was coming in shallow. She knew there was a disaster waiting to happen. As soon as she entered the farm, she heard a vociferous blast and saw two silos in the far east side of the farm fall. There was enough grain in there to feed the whole city for months. Someone was destroying Renu's legacies. Freya picked up the pace and ran for the greenhouse. She had to save all the sapling. They were priceless to Renu and by extension priceless to Freya. Freya kept hearing blast happening all over the place and was convinced that no help was coming. She desperately hoped that Bhandari had told the workers to move on from the farm. She couldn't risk going towards the accommodation buildings because they were too close to the silos which had already fallen. The best move was to go to the greenhouses and see what she could salvage. Freya was feeling fatigued. She hadn't used her O2 tube in the last 20 minutes and the air was getting thick with smoke from the blast happening on the farm. Her breathing was becoming irregular. She was struggling to focus as a health as a lack of oxygen in her body. She had to stop and decide to do so under an oak tree about 100 meters from the greenhouse. Freya sat down under the tree and took out her O2 tube and took a few deep breaths. Her supply was low and there was no way she was going to get a new one anytime soon. She needed to ration out the remainder of O2. She was tired that much she knew and that she was going to need help. Desperate times meant desperate measures and Freya called Andrew on her communicator but he didn't respond. Stuck, she had no choice but to call her father who answered immediately. Princess, is that you, my dear girl? Frederick's voice was full of hope. My king and I need help. Freya was finding it hard to put sentences together. Freya, darling, what's wrong? Freya, how can I help? I can't hear you very well. Frederick was panicking. He was finally in touch with his youngest but couldn't understand what she was saying. Send help. Fires everywhere. Can't breathe. Daddy, I'm sorry. Freya knew her father could track it through her coordinates, so she closed the call and decided to make one last attempt to get into the greenhouse. If the government was smart, and it definitely was, the greenhouse would be unharmed. It houses hybrid saplings and had helped crane production and stocks.
Priya stood up and took a deep breath. The extra oxygen had helped. She could focus. She ran to the greenhouse, entered the combination and heard the beep that meant she could open the door. She was about to open the door when she felt something hit her in the back of the head hard. "Good job, Bhandari," said a man wearing an eye patch. "Now we can carry on." Bhandari smiled and shook his head. He liked Freya. She could have left when he told her to. She stuck her nose where it didn't belong and now he was going to have to kill her for it. They dragged Freya into the greenhouse and put her in a corner. There was work to do. They would deal with her afterwards. Bhandari and his accomplice emptied the greenhouse and opened all the windows. They were going to burn the place down. His accomplice was staring at Freya. It didn't sit well with Bhandari. He didn't know much about this man anyway. Only that his connection with the Kotwal forces meant he was to be feared and respected. What do we do now? Our job is done. Bhandari wiped the sweat off his forehead. We leave, but first, the man took out his gun, shot Freya twice, and walked away. Wait, why did you do that for? We could have left her here. Bhandari had never seen anyone shoot a person in cold blood, and he was shocked. She'll be fine. Her father will pick her up. The man said dismissively, "How? Do you know him? And why did you shoot her?" Bhandari could see the pool of blood forming around Freya, and he was scared for her survival. The man however was watching the door with great interest. Hmm. Maybe her father is not going to save her. The man stood up and put an object on the floor and typed in some numbers. The air buzzed and a door appeared. Bhandari was walking away from the man but he motioned that they needed to pick up Freya. Trying not to get too much blood on him, Bhandari walked towards Freya's head and picked her up by the arms and the man picked her by the legs. Quickly now. She must not die. We need to put her through the door. The man moved slightly and Bhandari followed him. The man opened the door. Bhandari tried to peek through but the man stopped him by shaking his head. Gently now, the man said and they pushed her through the door and closed it. What the fuck was that? Who are you, man? Bhandari was trying to make sense of what had transpired in the last 5-10 minutes. You don't need to do that. Tell your boss that all is taken care of. Freya will not bother anyone anymore. The man walked away without a backward glance.